So the cost of college has been going up and up. Everybody knows it's a very touchy subject in today's society. Everybody has an opinion on it, including us, and we will give you that opinion coming up. Welcome back to the Potentially Podcast. So glad you guys decided to give us another listen this week. I'm really excited to introduce the new host of the Potentially Podcast. I guess not the new host, but the new co-host. And it is my sister, Isabel. Go ahead and say hi to everyone, Isabel. Hello, Potentially listeners. (laughs) So I'm really excited that I'm going to have a co-host now on this podcast. I think it's going to be great. It's going to provide for some more conversation, more opinions, a little bit more of a chat style than just me talking at you. So I'm excited for this new development. And as well, I guess you can tell them like why you're excited to be on the podcast. I'm excited to be on here because it's a step out of my comfort zone. I'm a pretty quiet person usually. So I'm trying to do more outside my comfort zone to make myself grow as a person. And I just really agree with the message of this podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, so it's almost like you listened to this podcast and then (laughs) thought, maybe I should do this in my own life too. Oh, definitely. I loved it before I started doing it. I'm all about bettering myself and I've been struggling with it lately. So I think this is a step in the right direction for me. We spent a lot of time this weekend too, bettering the podcast. So we have a new website set up for you guys under a new name. So if you go visit livepotentially.com, you're going to see our brand new website. It's livpotentially.com. And we kind of decided to do a little bit of a rebrand since Isabel was joining me. And then it can encompass more things if we do stuff outside of the podcast in the future. And the live acronym represents um, my name, Isabel's name, and our other sister, Vicky's name. And it's supposed to be, you know, just kind of represent us as sisters while also tying into the fact that we want to intentionally better our lives and be more fulfilled and just be better, right? Absolutely. I think it really portrays the message we're trying to send with this podcast. Yeah, me too. So if you guys want, you can go check out the website. Um, There's a mailing list or an email list that you can join. um, So that way you stay up to date on all the new podcasts that we push out. Also for the future, if we do anything else, you'll be the first ones to know. And as always, go ahead and rate, review, subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. Share us on social media and our social media handles now on Facebook and Instagram are Live Potentially. So you guys will get to know Isabel a little bit better as we go, but just to kind of give you a brief recap, she can tell you a, a, like kind of the bullet points of who she is. Uh, definitely. So I'm Lindsay's little sister. I'm living in South Carolina right now because I'm in the military. I'm an air traffic controller. Uh, me and my husband live here. We just got married in September and we have two little beagles here with us. That's that's the other reason why I'm excited for the podcast, because it's just nice to be able to do something with you since we live far away. We don't get to see each other all the time. I know. We try to FaceTime all the time, but I feel like it sucks that we don't have more to do together since we live so far apart. Right. So it's nice to have a little project together. Um, so yeah, so we're really excited. Hope that you like the new direction that the podcast is going in. And so without further ado, we're going to get into today's topic. 
So today we are talking about college and is it worth it to go to college when you consider the cost? So the cost of college has been going up and up. Everybody knows it's a very touchy subject in today's society. Everybody has an opinion on it, including us, and we will give you that opinion coming up. So just to give you a little bit of statistics so you can kind of see where um, where everything is at, the average student loan debt is $28,350 for four years of school. The way the website did it was they kind of listed it out by state. So Connecticut had the highest student loan debt. Utah had the smallest. So Connecticut had 38510 and Utah had 18838 Obviously, a bit of a gap, but that's why you get the average of $28,350, which is just crazy to me. Like, that's an insane amount of money. I can't even imagine having that much student loan debt right now. I know you probably can see it a bit more than I can, but... Oh, I can imagine it because ours is so much worse because apparently they didn't take into consideration going to flight school when they were figuring out these numbers of average student loan debt. Yeah, that's that's just wild to me. It's such a big amount that people probably don't realize starting out it's going to be that high of a number for them. No, and you don't realize how much everything else in life costs when you go to take out these loans. You don't realize, you know, how much it really takes to pay your rent, pay your car payment, to pay all of these things. And so it's just, it's it's a little bit of a shell shock when you graduate and you realize how much your payment is going to be every month and what that means and what that takes away. Like you can't save that money. You can't invest that money. It's just, it's chipping away at how long it's going to take you to become financially independent. I think it's definitely harder since you're usually 18 coming straight out of high school. You've never had to deal with any of this stuff. It's all just thrown at you so fast, which is a learning experience that's good, but Oh, that much debt right off the bat is insane. And I definitely am not advocating for, you know, you know, I think it's I think it's good that you have to grow up at 18. Like I don't think that's a it's a crazy number to be expected to grow up and start taking care of yourself or anything. I think you're old enough and you do have to learn, but it's it just would be nice, I guess, if I don't know if someone could kind of get it through your head how ridiculous that number is, which I don't I don't know if anyone can because you don't really want to listen to anyone when you're 18. But now just looking back on it, you know, eight years. Yeah, eight years later, it's just that's I don't know. It's just so much money. Yeah. When I was 18, I would not listen to what anybody told me. I thought I knew everything. Well, yeah, we all know that. I guess we all don't know that, but I know that. Yeah, but it would have been nice if somebody would have sat you down in high school and been like, realistically, how much money are we looking at if you go to this college? Right. And, you know, a few other statistics that I found were that 20% of Americans are behind on their student loan payments. And one of the biggest factors for that was you're more likely to be behind if you had student loan payments, but you didn't finish your degree, which, I mean, I guess that's kind of obvious because then you went to school for something that you can't even do because you didn't finish. Oh, that would be heartbreaking. (laughs) Well, I mean, you kind of did it, I suppose, but it just wasn't like too far in because you went to school for one semester. Yeah, it definitely was not that extreme amount of money. I dropped out after I was going to have to take out a loan because 
it just seemed too scary to me. I know it hurt your penny pinching heart. Isabel is very just naturally good at penny pinching, which is a good thing early on in life when you need to be on a budget and you need to be saving. So I aspire to be like her. I have to try at it. She is just naturally very good at it. It's not hard for me to say no to doing things. I feel like most people just want to go have fun and I'm like, oh, I'd rather save the money. So you dropped out after your first semester when you kind of realized that you're going to have to take out this money in loans. And then that's when you decided to go into the military, which I think is a really good option for people that um, not everyone likes to consider. But you do get school paid for for free if you go to the military. Obviously, not everybody can do it, but those who can should definitely consider it if you can't afford your college because right now I've started going back to school. I have my associates. I'm working on my bachelor's right now, and I am so glad about it because I would have been having a mental breakdown if I had to have that much debt probably to get my bachelor's. I think the main point that people need to kind of think about is you always just think about, oh, student loans are the problem, student loans are the problem. And yes, it's the student loans that are a problem, but the underlying problem is why is the cost going up of college? Why is that going up? So they did this study I found on Forbes, a 2014 study that for-profit colleges eligible for federal student aid charge tuition 78% higher than that of similar but aid-ineligible institutions. So that just means Two colleges that were very similar. One, you could get federal aid for. One, you couldn't get federal aid for. The one that you can get federal aid for charged 78% more than the one that you can't. And 92% of loans are federal loans. So all of these loans that everyone can just get and everyone thinks it's such a good idea and that we need to make sure loans are available for everyone. And I understand that. I understand why people feel that way and they think that, you know, they're providing an opportunity for more people. It also seems to be the underlying cause of why tuition is raising at such a rapid rate because, you know, colleges don't have to worry about enticing students or making sure that students can afford it. There's no incentive to keep their costs down. They can charge whatever they want because they're going to be able to get it with the student loans. They're going to get paid with the student loans and it doesn't matter what happens to you in the long run. So I think it's just kind of a recipe for disaster. And so you need to keep that in the back of your head of why maybe this problem is happening in the first place. Yeah, I definitely think it's important to remember that you're most likely the only person who cares that much about you. So consider that everyone else is not always out to help you as much as you think they are, especially with loans. Right. So the system and the government aren't worried about you. You need to be worried about you. So instead of worrying about how everybody else is going to change, I think it's very important and kind of what we promote on this podcast is personal responsibility and controlling what you can control in your own life. And so maybe you need to change your actions to fit within the current situation. I think what you need to do is instead of just saying, I'm going to go to college, whatever college I want, the most expensive college that I want that I get into, and I'm going to go for whatever degree I want because I want to do it and I'll worry about the loans later. I think that that's a bad idea. I think that we need to start rethinking how we think about what college we're going to go to, what colleges we're even going to apply for. Um, if we want to go to college in general, because there's a bunch of other paths. There's so many jobs you can get without a degree or even jobs that just take a trade school or an associate's. You don't have to get the full bachelor's. And those are things that not a lot of people look at even. I know it's crazy because some of those jobs, like they get paid a lot. Like, hey, I forget what 
what job it was. I think it was um, welding because I have a lot of students who, a lot of my high school students who are considering going and getting their welding certificate. And they were telling me how much that you can make. And I looked it up and I was surprised. It was a lot more than some people make their first year out of college or even not their first year out of college ever, just depending on the degree that they went for. Yeah. And if you get a job that pays decent without a college degree, that can put you so far ahead of everybody else your age even because you don't have to worry about paying down all that debt. You can just start saving and investing right away. And it's hard to realize that when you're 18. Like it's easier now that I'm 26 and I know I know kind of what I would go back and fix if I could. But I think that in the future when I have kids, that'll be a conversation that I want to have with them is that, okay, so what do you want to go to school for? And what you go to school for, what is the outlook on the job? What is the salary on the job? Does it make sense to take out this much in loans for something? If you're, because if you look at it like an investment, so are you going to get a return on your investment? So the return on your investment for school is your salary that you make over the lifespan of your career. So is this a job where you're going to come out making $40,000 a year and you're going to continue making $40,000 a year? Okay, if that's the case, then you really should not be taking out $40,000 in loans. Like that's just, I, I don't see how that's worth it. Yeah, it would take you so long to pay off your student debt. But then you have um, careers like being a doctor or a lawyer where you have the your salary potential is a lot greater. So making maybe taking out a larger amount of debt is okay because you're going to be able to pay it off and the re- your return is going to be really good. If you look at some jobs starting out, you may not make that much money, but there's the potential to grow and make more in the future. So you have to look at that as well. If the job's going to stay static, kind of, you have to consider that. So the question is, when your kids are old enough, are you going to be pushing college on them or are you going to not care if they don't go? I don't think I'll try to push anything on them. I think I'm going to be that parent who just wants to lay out all their options because I know that there's other things you can do. I'm still going to make sure they understand the worth of a bachelor's degree, though, because I think in the future, most jobs are going to want you to have it. See, and that's the problem is that I feel very torn because I feel like the investment isn't always worth it. And I feel like a lot of jobs you can do without a college degree. But the problem is, is if you don't have one, it kind of limits some of your opportunities. Yeah, I don't want to limit my kids at all. I want them to do whatever they want to do once I have them. But I think maybe a good way to go about it is just being a little bit more honest about it. And the fact that, okay, if you get this college degree, that doesn't mean you're automatically going to make the best salary or you're automatically going to be super successful because that's not what it really really means anymore. I think at one point it did. I think because not that many people went to college, if you had a college degree, it was like your ticket. It was like your ticket in, your ticket to being successful. And I just don't think that's exactly what it is anymore. It's it's almost become like more of a baseline, more of a high school diploma, which sucks because I just I don't think everyone necessarily needs it. I agree. And even some people who get them, it it's hard to find a job straight out of college because everyone wants you to have work experience. Right. It is tough. Yeah. Well, and I think that maybe in the future, some of the ways that the cost could go down is possibly by changing how we view college. Because like right now, college is seen as like this experience. Like you have to go experience four years of partying and whatever else. And it's not really about job training. That's not really what it is. And so maybe in the future, 
a good thing that comes out of this rising cost is people go like, I'm not going to pay that price anymore. That's just not worth it to me. That's not realistic. That doesn't make sense. So instead, they look to more of these online schools and you can learn so much information online. It's so much better than it used to be. They have like people who are masters in their fields, you know, whatever field that they're in, and they put out these master classes and you can learn so much. And maybe we go more to that style of learning is more things are going to be online. And it's not going to, because I think a little bit of online school is kind of looked down on right now. Like it's seen as not as good as going to a traditional university. And I think maybe in the future that's going to kind of go away and it's going to be offered, more content is going to be offered online and that's a good way to limit how much the cost is rising. Yeah, I'm doing online school right now and I think it's a lot better than it it used to be. Obviously, there could still be improvements, but once I'm done with this degree, I don't think anyone's going to think it's worth any less than if I would have gone into class every day. No, I don't think so. And especially after you get your first job, like after you get your first job, it really goes to more your work experience and your references and what people have to say about your worth ethic. I think the degree more kind of just gets you in the door for that first job. And I mean, obviously it's your qualifications too, but um, after that first job, it matters a little bit less. Also, back to the um, partying at college thing. You don't have to go to college and pay a bunch of money to have friends and hang out and have parties. You can do that with people you work with or friends you just find outside of college. It's not worth the money. But I think that's a lot of like when you go and you tour like the campus and you start looking at stuff, a lot of it is like, what's the campus life like? And they're really like selling this experience to you. And they're not really worried about the education that you're getting. They're just really worried about what dorm are you going to live in? Who is your um, roommate going to be? What fraternities or sororities you're going to be in? Oh, and by the way, also you have to pay to be in those fraternities or sororities, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> so much money. Yeah. <laughs> dorms is another way to get you that was a lot of my payments when I was in college oh yeah they're super expensive and then I I moved out of the dorm my second year because they made you live in a dorm your first year I moved out my second year and got an apartment that I shared had a roommate and everything and it was so much cheaper than paying for the dorm they just they rake you over the coals for that they steal all your money they really do and when you're in the dorms you have to pay for a meal plan and I never used all my money for my meal plan. I was like trying to buy extra food at the end of the semester because I couldn't get a refund for my money. No, you never use it. It's always just like wasted money. There's always money left over at the end of the semester. So basically what we're saying, a lot of it is a scam. (laughs) A bit, yeah. (laughs) It's almost like it's a necessary scam. Like I need this degree to do the job that I want to do, but why? But why do I need that? And I'm saying that as a person in education. And I think that educating yourself and others is super important. I just think that there are better ways to do it now and you can learn so easily just by finding stuff yourself and going online and that allows you a greater choice too like you can just pick you can cherry pick what you want to learn and you don't have to sit through classes that don't mean anything to you just because they tell you that you need to sit through psych 101 yeah all those gen eds you do literally nothing with and um and they say it's because they want you to be like well-rounded and it's like, okay, well, if I want to be well-rounded, which I do, but I'll be well-rounded in my own time. Thank you. I don't need your help to be well-rounded and give you more money to be well-rounded. Right. And I think with a lot of jobs, after you're done with college and get your first job, you're going to have more on-the-job training that makes you actually understand what you 
we're supposed to be learning in college. I don't know if you always learn all about your job in college. No, like you learn some of the, at least again, I'm not talking about like a doctor or something like that, but for like, for me, for business school, like most of what I learned was on the job training. Yeah, you get some background knowledge that you need to know, but a lot of it is just learning on the job, which I don't understand why we don't do more of that anyways. I think that learning on the job training is a lot easier for me and it may be for other people as well because it's more one-on-one work. If I'm just in a big lecture hall and just listening to the lecture, I'm not going to ask a lot of questions because there's so many people there. You don't really get the chance to. And if it's a smaller class, I don't really want to talk in front of everybody and make myself sound dumb and raise my hand and be like, I'm really confused because I feel like no one else will be. Right. I get that. Yeah. I spend a lot of my class period when I'm helping my students telling them there there are no dumb questions. Please ask whatever you need to ask because nobody likes to ask any questions in front of people. So yeah, it's a little bit easier when you're one-on-one. Plus you just remember it better if you're doing it, I think, versus just reading it in a book. Yeah. Actually being hands-on is a lot easier to keep it in your memory. Completely agree. So I don't know if we've necessarily solved the problem here, but I think we've just given you guys a lot to think about. And I just don't think it's as easy as 100%. You have to go to college. You have to go to whatever the best school is. You have to do this. You have to do that. You don't have to do anything. I think you need to look at your individual situation. See if what you want to do is going to be worth it in the end. Is it worth the loans? Is it worth that stress? Because it is a lot of stress. Is it worth having a smaller budget and living on less because you have to put more money towards your student loans. I think you just need to really take that into consideration. And when your kids are that age, just know that it's going to be tougher for them to realize because they're only 18 and they don't understand how much life costs yet. But I I think it's a conversation worth having and worth considering. And definitely think in the future, online school might be a better way to go. Definitely a cheaper way to go. Yeah, at least a cheaper way to go. So go ahead and head over to our Instagram at live potentially and give us your thoughts, your feedback, continue the conversation. Let us know what you think. Do you think college was worth it for you? How much student loans did you have? If you're older, was the cost less when you were going to school and it made more sense, but now you're not sure if it makes sense. Just kind of want to hear your guys' thoughts, continue this conversation. We'll definitely be talking more about college and student loans in the future because it's something that affects our lives, especially affects my life, affects Isabel's life a little bit less, but affects my life. Um, And I'm glad that you guys decided to listen this week, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.